Big Life Conversation, back with you at ooh, five minutes to five. We're just about to hit the first hour, ladies. And Barbara, Nicole and Jacinta with you. That was a great track. I love it. Looking Out by King Stingray. Got some new tracks happening oh. because there's some new songs oh, that are dropping all over the place. Yeah. And we're loving it. Uh, had a great chat just before. Hope you caught our conversation with Totty Goldsmith. Totty and Nina Ferro, is it Ferro? Ferro. Ferro are performing in a wonderful sing-along show uh, at the Memo Theatre the 30th of July. That's Sunday the 13th of July. 30th. Yeah, 30th, yeah, of um, July at the Memo Theatre in good old St Kilda. Beautiful venue and they've got lots of different duets from the 60s and some stuff from uh, ABBA and lots of other bands and there will be a special tribute uh, from Totty to her beautiful departed uh, aunt Olivia Newton-John and mm. that's going to take place as well but it sounds like there's some amazing hits that they're going to be singing sounds like a really good fun toe-tapping sing-along <laughs> sing sort of Sunday afternoon and as we were saying it's beautifully timed because it's going to be at four o'clock so you can go out for a bit of an early dinner afterwards and yes it takes two it, take, it takes two mm. so get along exactly um, yes, I'm looking forward to that because I, I was there the other night actually. Um, yes. Checking out our friend Gary Pinto. Gary Pinto, we spoke to him last, last week. Last week. Mm. And it was a wonderful show. He was a tribute show to the late, great Sam Cooke. And uh, yeah, really very much enjoyed that. And it was a pretty full house. And people were bopping around and dancing around as well. Some people were a little bit noisy in between uh, or while some of the songs were being um, presented. But um, anyway, uh, we, uh, we wish Gary well because I think he's taking that show on the road too. Yeah, I think so. He was great to chat to, actually. And, Nicole, you got to see a show that I was supposed to be able to go to, too, but I couldn't. And you love, love, loved it. Love, love, loved it. Like I attended the wonderful Bell Shakespeare Macbeth a couple of weeks back. Yeah, it was that long ago. It was, yes, it was. Um, And um, I attended that with my 16-year-old at the time, and he was studying it. And it was a wonderful production, very simple set, um, but so very effective. But this one really, I think this was uh, my favourite. Oh, yes. um, I don't know if it's because it's Romeo and Juliet, but um, the William Shakespeare, Bell Shakespeare, uh, Romeo and Juliet production, I went. Uh, was lucky enough to go to the opening night uh, mm. and um, oh, very well received, standing ovations. Oh, wow. Um, oh, and a very well performed uh, cast again, very simple uh, set. And uh, it was all black, shiny um, walls and oh. floors. And they rolled out mats like plush sort of Persian rugs to change scenery. Oh. Um, which was really interesting how they used those to actually set a different uh, scene. Um, but a wonderful, wonderful cast, particularly um, Romeo played by Jacob Warner and um, uh, Rose Riley as Juliet were fabulous. Mm-hmm. And... Um, uh, you know, as as is, you know, if you know the story, which many do, it's, it's a do. very joyful and humorous and, you know, lots of fun in that first half. Mm. And then and it then. gets dark. Mm. Um, but there are some undertones too, aren't there, uh, in terms of tensions between the, fam- the warring families? Yes, yes. absolutely, absolutely. Yes. And it didn't, it didn't delve 
really deeply into that space and mm-hmm. the violence wasn't particularly overt. There was a couple of sword fights, okay. which were very well choreographed. <laughs> sword fight? Um, but the, one of the highlights for me was actually the two... Um, uh, side characters that are also very important. One, uh, uh, the nurse by Lucy Bell, Love the nurse. and mm. she She's was so over the top and um, so joyful <laughs> and oh. really quirky and so much fun. And I just thought she, she just was amazing. And also, um, Blazy Best, who is uh, Mercutio, so um, the, the prince, um, and uh, she was amazing. And had she actually had two different characters. Um, in the show, so just playing a male role, role as well as a yes, okay. yes, okay. and um, and also did some singing, like a real hauntingly um, Middle Eastern sounding voice in some parts. She mm. sat there in the microphone in the background and had oh. for some of the more tragic pieces. She was it was oh, her voice okay. behind. Um, in front of the music. Did it work? Um, yeah, it was really well done. So I give it a big thumbs up. Okay. I would get on down to have a look at that. And um, as I said, very well played. Lots of diversity in the cast as well. Oh, ethnic um, groups, ethnic groups. Yes, okay. absolutely. Um, and as you said, there's a couple of um, male-female mixes in the role. Well, as Shakespeare used to do in Absolutely. Yeah. The time, yeah. Absolutely. Right. And didn't detract or really just add it, you know, to the, the light and dark of everything as well. And so. did you find it, was it, was it, did you have a bit of a weepy at the end? I mean, we know this story so well. I felt quite emotional at the mm. end. I didn't expect in a play, you know, that you know very so well, yeah. you know the plot. So, mm. so to me, that's a, a good sign that yes. you've really been drawn into exactly. the characters themselves. Yeah. Um, so I, I definitely thought, oh, I'm getting upset. <laughs> and I'm just in a Romeo and Juliet. And what do you think? Anyway, you're 16. Um, he thought it was amazing. So he really, really enjoyed that. Um, what was also wonderful, just to top it off, though, is on the way home, going past the Botanic Gardens, oh, yes. you could see into the Light Festival, Lightscape, which we thought yeah. we would get um, be able to timely get tickets for, but it was it was about 10.30 by the time we got there because oh, the yeah. intermission was quite a long intermission, lots of people who knew people there um, at the play and there was well, you know was the, we were doing a bit of star spotting while we were there and we were saying oh we saw Waleed and we saw a couple of other people <laughs> from um, from television um, and so the intermission actually lasted quite a long time they couldn't get us back in and also getting out because there was drinks and those sorts of um, few little social yes. things going on afterwards oh, yeah. um, it was it was tricky to get out, but we were able to just walk along the side, and you can actually do a little peek in and see some of the amazing light show without oh, getting your tickets. So we just year. sort of walked along and noticed all of these lights and lasers, yes, and thought that would be amazing to go in. But it was actually amazing just to have a little peek, mm. and yeah. stop the car, and, and it is spectacular. But you need to rug up and you need to be you do hail and heart in fit because there's a bit of walking involved. Yes. Yes. Walking so there, I want to um, do that. We we saw how amazing it was, um, so we'd like to do Ooh, that as well. So. Nice. Um, yes. So thumbs up from me that this particular Romeo and Juliet produ- production. I'm. I'm. Um, now it's yeah. running for another couple of weeks. I think it's it is. Yes. It is. Which it's a Fairfax, which is a good space. Yeah. It is a good, good space. Easy to park underneath. Easy to access. Very accessible if you have wheelchairs. There's a few people with um, wheelchairs and. Um, you know, different abilities that can really easily access that as well. So mm. um, I thought that was uh, a bit of a winner. So uh, I love Shakespeare, any sort of Shakespearean production, that the different 
interpretations yes. and the different things that you know different um, directors and producers will highlight and yes it's amazing and remember we did the the one in the uh, botanic gardens yes 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 what was the, the strange was, we came there was there was either midsummer night's dream or 12th night or it was midsummer night's dream yes, exactly. and and it's just amazing the interpretations and i love that and people and putting a modern me. twist on it or yes. highlighting certain aspects of it and there's so much you can do with it so there it's, is uh, and it's was, timeless this was a, you know a very shiny black background yeah. so they all wore black but then when there was the you know an event they would sort of as they were walking on just add just one piece you know it might have been a a frilly necklace. Oh, yes. Or ah, those, what do you lovely. call those gilded? Ruffle, ruffle, ruffles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From the time. Right. Or, yeah. Um, a, a skirt just wrapped over the top, which just changed the look slightly, but would have been a very, it's quite seamless as they're talking. They're just sort of, you know, prepping themselves and mm. it's all on stage. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's very, very simple, good. but very effective. Excellent. Mm. Very, very good. Five minutes past five. Big Life Conversation will be with you right through till six o'clock tonight. Nicole Jacinta and Barbara with you, 94.1 FM, 3WBC. Time for a little bit more music. This is Hosea with Unknown. Unknown there by Hosea. Cool track. Nice and long. Very chilled. Very chilled. Uh, ten, nine minutes, I'll call it, nine minutes past five, with you right through to six, Big Life Conversation. You can check out our guests always on our Facebook page, Big Life Conversation. And we've just been having a little bit of a chat about the great productions and the events that are on in this lovely town of Melbourne. I should call it a city, shouldn't I? <laughs> but there's lots happening. Even though it's cold outside, people, it's great to get out and about. So what else is happening? In the city? Well, mm. I got some, something, I wanted to say something the other night. Yes. The Scandinavian yeah. Film Festival has started and uh, it's running until, uh, probably enough, with this chilly weather. Um, and it's uh, started on the 13th of uh, July and it's going through until uh, the um, uh, the 2nd of August. Um and this film was actually the opening night. It's down at um, the Como uh, Cinema, down at the Palace Group um, in South Yarra. And it's a very interesting film based on true events. It's called Let the River Flow. And it's based on true events that inspired a generation of young Norwegians. And um, it's been a, a multi-award winning historical drama directed by Ole Giver. And um, it's, it's a story of a young woman who's an unintentionally drawn into a protest against the dam that may flood Indigenous Sami land. I don't know much about Norway. Um, I don't. And that the Sami people are like people who are from um, Iceland, Lapland, all that sort of area. Mm. They're the, the original Indigenous people who were there. And unlike so many Indigenous peoples, um, they have been displaced or dispossessed. And anyway, so there's, there's been quite a struggle going on for years um, uh, with the uh, the Sami. But anyway, this is reminded me actually of the story about um, um, in, in our own country with the the, um, the damming of the, of the Franklin, or the, the, the protest against the damming of the, of the Franklin um, all those years ago down in Tasmania. But anyway, it's a very interesting story. Um, it, it, is, it is slow. It's quite measured. Um, it, it, there's some sort of moments of um, you know, sort of quiet humour. But um, it's also some, some quite sad and moving moments too. But um, it's, it's, it's a very – it's a story that it unfortunately has um, resonance in many parts of the world because we're, we're seeing how dispossessed peoples are trying to stand up for their rights and um, trying yeah. to – Know, keep their land um, 
under their own control. So, as I say, uh, some, some unfortunate um, uh, similarities to our own country too. But, uh, you know, that's called Let the River Flow. And, yeah, it's just a, a bit of a window into some of the history of Norway, which I was not really aware of. So um, it's encouraged me to do a little bit more research about the Sami, I think it's pronounced Sami peoples. Um, so, yes, anyway, but that's that's one of many films that are on at the moment. Um, and, and as I said, running through um, all the palace cinemas all over the place, um, running through until um, the 2nd of August. So um, we'll recommend that um, as a bit of a, an historical uh, they, account. They like those hauntingly dark murder mysteries yes, as well. If, if they're not so renowned for the, for the humour. I mean, they're <laughs> <for> black humour. <laughs> no, but, um, but really yeah, dark, foggy, mysterious kind of sort of crime yes. stuff but this wasn't really a, 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 one of those sort of films but um, but yeah it, it's uh, it's interesting just in terms of the cultural thing there are some moments you sort of think there's, uh, there's, there's a lot of emotional repression and suppression of course living in countries like that where you have darkness for like six months of the year yeah. and, then, and then someone said yes but then you have some life for six months of the year I said yes but I still don't want to live there there's a high, very high rate of depression in a lot of those countries high rate of alcoholism for, for obvious reasons because um, as and we talk about that the sad phenomenon that we know in terms of the seasonal quiet disorder that we get here even in Victoria we have a much milder winter than those places we do yeah, yeah. Oh, no. so I think that you know there are lots of challenges um, I mean it's, it's a beautiful country in many ways and um, but um, there, there, there are lots of difficulties um, to be faced there too but anyway yes that's, that whole scanning noir thing I think that's all part of that um, that brooding sort of atmosphere but in, mm. in this particular film um, I'm thinking gosh uh, some family discussions about um, how we should repress our Sami uh, you know news of our Sami heritage and background and, and try and fit in and there's all there, there's some tensions in the family, um, but they're still pretty they're uh, pretty mild in terms of the, the arguments. I think, gosh, it's not like some other families, like you know the, my own family, they, where people are shouting and carrying on, and, and it's all out there, which is probably healthier in some ways. But later on, there's a little bit of an outburst, um, uh, and you know some there's a bit of a tension, and there is a bit of an outburst when uh, there's a sad, my sad situation does occur. I won't give that, but well, it's more mm-hmm. But anyway, um, yeah, it's just a different ways of. Um, of uh, processing emotions and some, as I say, some healthier than others. Yeah, <laughs> definitely, absolutely. Um, I'll just a little segue. I've got a few yeah. little headlines of yes. things that have happened. I'm mentioning at the beginning of the show a few things have been happening. We spoke about the Reserve Bank Governor and mm. the replacement there. Yes. Uh, and this week also, I don't know whether people are aware or not, it's Birth Trauma Awareness Week mm. and about one in three birthing mothers in Australia apparently experience some form of birth trauma and reports of these experiences are apparently on the rise as well as more people become aware of it. So there's lots of stories being shared there, offering great advice to other women and that with the um, consideration that knowledge is power, so people sharing their stories and helping each other. So Birth Trauma Awareness Week, which I didn't know was no. a thing. No, that's no, interesting because it's a thing. Because I know it's a thing. Oh, you didn't know it's a thing. I know it's a thing. I didn't know it's a thing. Yeah. But, yeah, that's interesting, Justine, because I know you're going to make reference to this. Uh, apparently, a lot of young, a lot of women who've just given birth are being turfed out of hospital. Yes. I've been reading about that in the weekend papers. Yes. That is actually... Scary. Scary and quite unbelievable. Yeah. I mean, I have two schools of thought on that. One is, you know, I had a home birth and I felt very safe and comfortable there and well supported um, whereas I didn't when I was in hospital but things have changed so um, you know do you actually get seen when you are in hospital and get supported Mm. I think it's more about 
the support and the right support and and where can you have that and, and where can you, you get that and do you get it at home I remember my late mother saying some she came home to three other children after exactly. she had my, mother, yeah. my baby mother and baby sister going home is very frightening especially oh. for the first yes and and, and the day mm. that oh, partner yeah, goes back off to, to work, work. Yeah. Yeah. Like, please really don't is. leave me <gasps> please don't leave me alone so with this, this little human that I have no idea what I'm doing where's the manual where's the instruction <laughs> book and what am I going to do and how am I going to get through the day and yeah, a thousand phone calls, you know, later, yeah. um, and lots yeah. of walking in the pusher. But um, a really important subject because you know what is the right thing, and I think what is the right thing is up to the individual because we are moving people out of hospitals quickly because of health, but mm. also numbers. But it sure used is. to be like when my mum would talk about when she gave mm. birth. I think you were in for. 10 or even yes oh yeah exactly. exactly and and you were well you know well they, they kind of took the baby away from yes, you it was, yeah. um, it rest. so some of that's good and some of that's not so good um so having I a think break is good, good. Um, <laughs> but that that bonding that happens so that you can yeah. have you know breastfeeding all of that sort of thing happens in those very early moments mm, but yes. but getting you to have sleep, sleep of course, is, is, exactly. is perfect as well Gold. and making sure that you've ticked all the boxes before you actually head off home i yeah, think is yeah. a really nice thing as well and that that's somewhere in between kind of the big hospitals and home it's kind of the supportive environment perhaps in a smaller, more nurturing environment. Yes. I don't yeah. know what the answer is there, but it certainly is a thing. It is a thing. And, and, and look, uh, people need to be, be very well supported in whichever way. When right. they're, and um, as we know, sometimes people, if they're sent home too early, there can be physical and, um, and mental and emotional issues that they exactly. have to deal with. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, right. uh, you know, it ends up being, um, you have to make a mad dash back to hospital. So it's, sometimes, it's, yes, mm. it's, it's, home is not necessarily the most supportive and safe place. No, exactly. Um and here's something I didn't know. Mm. Apparently overnight in sport, the Australian women's cricket team won. Yes. Yes. really yes. match against good old England soccer to retain yes. the Ashes. Yes. We're yes. on a roll, aren't we? Good. That is well, awesome. Yes. We're doing amazing work. That is great. And then something from the Matildas as well. We talked about them earlier with that friendly match with France. But <laughs> they have so released <laughs> a powerful video apparently oh. calling out the gender gap in prize money. Oh. Oh. FIFA World Cup, mm. as well as highlighting some of the other inequities mm. that still exist in the women's game. That's that you've got to be in that for a long game. That oh, one, you've got to have the patience one. to keep on that one. Um, in fact, I did actually see a show about a rural town and some women. It looked very light-hearted, but I was kind of taken aback by the advert for it. Yeah. Um, and it was something like you know the the sack of potato race that they have every year, but the men win $2,000 and the women um, win $200 and, and it's about how the women campaign to have their race, have their own race and have equal prize money for it. Yeah. Um, I'm not wow. sure if it's based on a true story or if it's intended on being a comedy, but when I saw the shorts for it, I thought, no, not comical. Yes, quite an interesting one. Oh dear, absolutely. Well, and, and just one more really important headline that I 
came across, and I saw it on the news this morning as well, that there has been a police crackdown on domestic violence in New South Wales. Now, it's seen almost 600 offenders arrested, so there is a very serious crackdown on domestic violence in Mm. New South Wales, and it's going a long, long way. And um, so this this was a good thing, very much a good thing. So that happened over the weekend, and I'm not sure what other states are doing, but it needs to be... It's just so prevalent and needs to be taken extremely seriously. And the number of women who die in Australia, is it, is it 32 a week or something? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's just... At the hands of partners yeah, or ex-partners. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable. Shocking. Not good at all. Uh, 20 minutes past five here on Big Life Conversation, and we'll be back with you in just a moment. Great little track there from Kayleen Bell. Nights like this, nights like this, Monday night, bit of a bit of a quiet night, isn't yeah, it? Really? Monday night, school night. It's a, it's a big night. Winter's night. Usually yes. to sort of get out of the way. Yeah. Most people don't like Mondays. No, we do. We, you do. Know, we love yes. Mondays. It's one of our favourite days. Ooh. We're going to do that. Let, let's let, we'll, great time. Are we ready? To do that. We're ready. Oh. Shall you go ahead. I know who's ready. Who's going to go ahead? You go ahead. I okay. I've got to think of something. Yeah, I've got do something. you know? <laughs> While you're thinking, mm. what gets up my nose? And literally, and more ways than one, is uh, a neighbour who is burning off on a Saturday afternoon, oh. old incinerator style. I don't know where it, where it was coming from, but I knew that was from the neighbour, and who shall remain nameless, but. Um, this has happened before in the area where I live, and I don't know if the people are just not um, paying attention, whether there's a language issue, um, whether people are actually just being bloody minded, if I want a better expression. Um, and I know it's a cultural thing, an ethnic thing. I don't know, but all I know is that I had words with the neighbour and said, Excuse me. Um, and he's not really a pleasant fellow, but we had some issues, and that's another story. But he's not a pleasant, <laughs> helpful fellow. Um, uh, anyway, and um, I just said, are you burning off? And he said, yes. And I said, uh, you realise that that's actually against council regulations. You can get fined for that, apart from anything else. And uh, you're polluting the air. Maybe if... Um, and he said, he said, I'm just burning off a bit of food. And this is someone from another country. Um, I don't know whether this, this is a, a common practice in that country. But I said, uh, maybe you need a compost bin, but because uh, you're not allowed to do that. Um, but anyway, that was that was disturbing because as an asthmatic, I mean, for pretty selfish yeah. reasons, it's really it's really bad. But I thought I'm not the only person who has breathing issues. I'm well entitled to breathe clean air. Mm. Um, so that really got up my nose in more ways than one. Um, yes. Um, Did they stop? Oh, no, he was quite, he was quite apologetic. Oh, right? yeah. Now, oh, that's now he, I don't know whether, as I say, he's, not a, he's an educated person, has a decent job, um, and his English is good. But I'm thinking either you're lying to me and feigning innocence of this whole thing or... Maybe you generally didn't know. Mm. Um, anyway, my partner, Joseph, said, oh, look, maybe you generally wasn't aware of it. And I said, so that seems strange to me. Anyway, to give some of the benefit of that, he did apologise and he put it out. Mm. And let's hope that'll be the end of that. Because yeah. if it's not, I will not be warning him. I'll just go directly to the council and drop him in and mm. he can get fined. Um, yeah, so for all sorts of reasons, it's a really bad idea. But yes, I've grown the era when the old incinerator was um, was the guy. And um, those days are long since gone. Thank goodness. Um, anyway, so that was that's what got up my nose and my that um, is a big one. What about what Nicole? makes my day? Oh, what makes your day? Yes. I'll tell you what makes my day. When I'm hearing that, the Victorian government is bringing in new rules 
regulating to tenancy laws. And having been a renter, never been a, 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 a landlord, these are these are rules that are actually designed to balance out the the power dynamic between landlords and on land ladies and, and tenants. Yeah. And now you cannot just throw a tenant out for no reason. And instead of having to give them only 28 days notice if they have to vacate their premises, you have to give them three months. So I thought wow. this is all to the good. I think this is. A, I know from my own experience. Yes, of course there are dodgy tenants, but I've heard of far more stories about dodgy landlords and landlords than ever about dodgy tenants that's anyway so that was makes but that's what makes my day excellent what gets up my nose is how much you expect to pay for a coffee <laughs> now that's a really important issue now, now, how much have you been expected oh, to pay really? how much would you expect to pay for a coffee oh, I've got my own machine or a latte I don't know oh, I'm not a drinker but for 50 Four fifty would be fine. This is takeaway or drink there or whatever. Um, takeaway mm-hmm, yeah. in time. So yeah. um, yes. So because I don't have coffee, I have a soy chai. Yes. yes. Latte, yes. which I think um, <laughs> should be. Um, I don't know why it's more expensive mm. to make it, and takes twice as long apparently. Yes. Um, so I've paid everything from six dollars seventy to most recently eight dollars sixty. Eight dollars? No way! How large? How large a container of that? That from a liquid that they just oh, put in. They heat the soy milk. That's a racket. That's I don't racket. actually understand why it is more expensive. So um, it makes me want to regress back to having a coffee. Um, I do like coffee, but I prefer my soy chai when I can get the uh, nice loose leaf variety mm. um, but I think that's a bit ridiculous like I don't think I've ever paid more than $8 that's cheeky for a very no biscuit or anything else no, no. this is just a stop more than a biscuit oh, a piece of cake piece of cake and yeah where's my, my so I'm quite quite nicely um, at Mr and Miss just up the road when you get a coffee you always get a little muffin with it which oh, I think is really nice yeah. Uh, as a complimentary um, thing, so I want to go back to that. So that kind of <laughs> makes my day when you have others that do that. Yes. It brings me back to them. <laughs> Fair enough. Wow. Yeah. Inflation and all that. Mm. Well, it's getting, well there's, we could have a conversation about electricity, but we won't because it's far too depressing. Um, so we won't go there. Okay, thank you, Nicole. So what? I tell you what gets up my nose. Being on uh, coming back from Gippsland on a Friday, late Friday afternoon, Ooh. hitting the outskirts at like near Pakenham. Oh, on the map, yeah. on yeah, oh, just before yeah. you get onto the Monash, yeah. oh, and yeah. coming to an absolute standstill because there's a couple of crashes, oh, and the oh, sticky oh, nose factor, and the sticky nose oh, factor, and yeah. there were two on Friday, so we just got past. I was like a, over 45 minutes later than I should have been. Yeah. We were actually at a standstill, so we went past the first crash, oh, and you know, nose to tail, whatever, and they were on the no, no one heard. It was there okay. no no emergency vehicles there, but it was just obviously you know, keeping everybody um, away from where yes. they were going. And then about five minutes later, we stopped again and there was a, a, one of the big uh, B-double trucks with the the front cabin that had sort of jackknifed. It was oh. all the wrong way around and a thing, beh- a car or a truck behind it as well. And they were clearing that and I'm like, come on. Mm. Pe- and, and because I do so much driving, yes. I tell you, the stuff I see on the road, that is crazy. Yes, it's scary. 
It's crazy. And I'm kidding. Um, didn't we say, discuss this about um, after COVID things had gotten worse? Yeah. And I don't know whether that's still, had a, still happening. Had a drive. It's like yes. got so their patience, people. forgotten so their kindness. Yeah. All of that. Patience and drive. Just forgotten how to drive. They've become yeah, individualistic. And yeah. speaking about yeah. COVID, themselves. exactly. Uh, the, the fight is on about forcing workers to return to the Oh, office. that's another really big mm. one. Mm. Huge. Yeah. A- absolutely. But what makes my day is similar thing on the roads, but people who um, are very kind and generous yes. and etic- you know, courteous, and, courteous and considerate yeah. on the roads that you know, when they've got parked we, cars yeah. next to them, they won't sort of jump out onto the main part of the road so you can't go anywhere. Mm. But th- And then you get the little wave, I like the little finger yes. wave, yes. big yes. fan of the yeah. finger wave. The wave. Yeah, not, not the whole hand, not oh, the one finger and not no. the wrong <laughs> finger. I do the whole hand. But, well, you can, but I was raised in the country and in the country just one finger, finger. Okay. one no, finger no. goes okay. up. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Uh, it, it's a gift. And uh, <laughs> anyway, it is also twenty nine minutes to six. And please stay with us because when we come back, we are going to be speaking to our next guest, Jennifer Brosnan, founder of Wow Women of Whitehorse uh, Business and Social Network. It is. It is that. But before that, we've got a little song for you. You are listening to Big Life Conversation on ninety four point one FM. 3WBC. Now, we're not quite sure where we got that song from, or at least I'm not sure where I got that song from. Uh, <laughs> Diplo and Alan King, without you, it's a bit of a country sort of a western banjo. But you know, we respect all types of music on this show, don't we, ladies? We also respect our guests, and we love our guests, and we're about to have a chat with the lovely Jennifer Brosnan, founder of Women of Whitehorse, the Business and social network for women. Jennifer, welcome to the welcome back to the program. We yes, should say we should welcome back. Thanks for having me again, ladies. Uh, great to have you with us. Hi. It's always great to have you on, and um, because it's so local, I um, didn't get a chance to sort of tell our listeners a little bit more about um, this particular network, but founded in February 2015, Melbourne's leafy eastern suburbs, um, and this is a business and social network. Um, And Jennifer, you can tell us all about the wonderful, both casual and professional networking events that are coming up, and um, anything on the horizon that we need to look out for. So, over to you. Okay. Thanks for the intro, ladies. Um, yes, as you said, we're a business and social network facilitating professional and casual networking events um, for women of all ages, and women come from all over Melbourne to our events. Uh, we're going eight and a half years, and uh, we now organise like a dinner and a lunch every month, as well as um, you know events like a trip to a winery, a guest speaker dinner, or a special celebration. So, uh, what have we got coming up? Well, this Thursday night, we've got um, a dinner at Mitcham Social. So that's, uh, we'll be sharing grazing platters, um, wood-fired pizzas, there's a welcome drink, um, and yeah, we've got quite a few women that have signed up to that already. Um, it's a beautiful location, that one too, the Mitcham Socials. It's just sort yeah, of tucked in that little great. spot in, in Mitcham. You don't it's kind of expect it to be there, but it's got this beautiful warehouse, but nice and cosy in the oh. side. 
um, really good place to, to meet up for mm. either a casual drink, but this is, you know, the nice warming pizzas mm. and yeah. um, it's a really beautiful so location to, to... Yeah, you're right. Well, it's in an industrial estate, so it's yeah. going sort of random, isn't it? It is, <laughs> um, it is. And then you sort of get to this end, it's like, oh, here it is. And it's quite nice because it's local and it's close. Mm. Um, Where exactly is it? Mitcham Social. So it's called the Mitcham Social Club, is it, or is it just... Just called the Mitchum Social. Social. Oh, okay. yeah. Just Mitchum Social, yeah. Oh, all right, thank you. Yeah, but um, it'd be great to see uh, women turn up, um, sorry, to, to book a ticket. Um, you don't have to have a business. You don't have to um, live in Whitehorse. You don't have to be a member. We get a lot of women ask those questions, so, you know, just want to clarify that, that, um, you know, you can head to our website, to our Instagram page and go to our bio or our Facebook page to book a ticket. Yes, that's pretty easy. It is really, really easy. Um, and just as an aside before going into the next event, um, you have, when you become a member, you have this wonderful app that has lots of wonderful information on it on all the different members, but there's also all of these different discounts that you can get as well, isn't there? Yeah. So it's a loyalty app that you download when you become a member, um, and we partner up with local businesses. So, for instance, you can get... 30% off um, Lombards for Halloween, Easter, Christmas, you know, any major events, that's um, Lombards in that awarding. So that's, you know, significant saving. Yes. Um, you could go to Mr and Miss Cafe in Mont Albert and uh, get a free coffee with lunch. Yes. Um, or you can go to actually and how expensive <laughs> they are and how, how expensive oh. a chai latte is and how good they are because you always get a little muffin on the side. Um, yeah. The service is pretty pretty amazing there too. Yeah, so it's, it's like supporting local. They support us, we support them back. Um, so we've got lots of different cafes, um, you know, hairdressers, beauty salons, um, you know, all those sort of local businesses that you can go and get a you know, free this or a discount that or and it's all local based so it's not yeah. um yeah you know, even though we get women come from all over Melbourne, um, we try and sort of, you know, support local I suppose, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's the the um, dinner event that's coming up um, yeah. quite soon. And then you've got um, more of a lunchtime event coming up that are on the they're more on the Fridays, aren't they? They are, yes. The next one we've got is at uh, Crew in Q, and that's on August the 4th. And that one um, usually sells out because uh, women can come along and um, they can introduce their business for two minutes. Um, you know, so they just go up and they sort of talk to the group. Because, you know, like sometimes when you go to a networking event and you can, you know, sit next to someone the whole time and think, oh, it's lovely meeting them, but, um, you know, I could have been better aligned to that lady on the table over there. So it's a great opportunity to get up and discuss your business, um, and then you can, you know, swap cards afterwards or, you know, networking with someone. So, yeah, we do um, work together, as, as, you know, I've found as well, is that, you know, I've come along to that one very close to my home location, so I love going to that one, um, having a really nice lunch, um, having a beverage, and sometimes swapping ideas on business um, and starting to do some work together uh, with a number of different people. So it's quite nice, and um, but very relaxed at the same time. You don't have to obviously do all the, the businessy kind of thing, but it's um, really nice to network with other women who are in some really interesting professions. And we always get different women, so, you know, don't feel that you're coming to 
an event and you're meeting the same people all the time. So it's a great opportunity to meet so many different businesses. And we've had a few charities that have joined yes. us locally as well. Yes, um, like that. And that's, you know, that's great for them that they've... In fact, the two charities that joined recently have collaborated with each other on different events, which is just terrific, you know. Yeah, wonderful. <laughs> so we've not met otherwise. Absolutely. Yeah. We've, we've got a new travel presenter on our show. Uh, and it's someone I met through the network as well. So telling us all yeah. about the wonderful travel. Um, every once uh, a month or every two months, we have a little bit of a travel segment and they're telling oh, us all about great. that, which is wonderful. Um, yeah. So that's great for us. Yeah, the, the travel managers um, mm-hmm. as well. So a really nice um, event there as well. Um, and then, oh, there's something quite nice coming up um, in September as well, isn't there? Yeah, well, we've got dinners um, and lunches, you know, on the website up until September, um, and I'm working on one next October. So I, I think you might have been there before. We're going to um, go to Linton Lane, which is yes. in Hawthorne. She's yes. one of our members as well. Yes. And that's such a lovely little... Um, it's a little busy bar. That's what it looks like. Bar. Yeah, that's what it's looking like. for, yeah. yeah. And it's really kind of hidden and you wouldn't know about it. And it's really lovely. So, yeah, we're going to go back there in October. So we're almost getting to the end of the year, but, you know, all the events are out there and um, we need to look at next year. So. Wow. You had me at bar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. And it must be, I mean, it, it, it not... To uh, to minimise the amount of work that you you would be doing to also uh, create these events and book them all in and there's a there's a lot of work that yes, goes into that to provide work. these lovely opportunities yeah. for women. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that's why I suppose you know I have a membership as well that yeah. um, you know members if you join as a member then you can get um, discounted prices to come to these events. So I mean I know everybody can't make lunches or dinners. You've all got different you know, circumstances, mm. and so that's why I do a lunch and a dinner every month. So if you come back to lunch, you can come to the dinner, or you can come to next month, um, and, you know, have the loyalty app, and you've, you know, got a business listing, and so there's lots of different opportunities. We, we also send out a newsletter every three weeks, um, and if you've got a master class coming up or a, um, something you want to promote, then we'll put that in our newsletter, and that goes out to 5,000 women locally so you know there's another opportunity to meet some new markets so yeah. um yeah and promote vip members as we did to um you nicole back yes. two weeks ago yeah. yeah. myself being oh. promoted oh. Oh, oh, there i am who's doing oh, oh, so i just <laughs> forwarded that around i didn't have to do a post it was quite lovely <laughs> Um, so I'm very grateful for that. It's a really nice no, part of the of the membership as well. So um, especially, um, well, we've got a lot of Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. We had um, uh, uh, one of our photographers um, recently. She filmed, uh, went in and photographed the whole of Blackburn Clinic. They'd gone to our website and got her details from there. So that was you know a great. Um, business opportunity for her, so you know, never know. Absolutely, and you've also had some bigger events as well that have been um, lots of fun. I don't think I've, yeah, like the winery events that um, I would like to get along to one of those in the future. Um, And there were some interesting um, uh, ferry winery boat trippy ones as well that um, sound really wonderful as well. So um, um, just a very nice place to connect if you're um, 
a woman in business, it is tough and it's really nice mm. to get support from other women and um, uh, I found it a very nurturing and supportive network. Mm. Very good. But it's also a social network yeah. too. So, you know, it's the women that have just moved to the area or, you know, but young children. So it's it's just a bit different than your normal networking and it's not just a business network. And we do have quite a few social members that join... Um, you know, and then purchase off our business members, which is terrific. Yeah, I think that's the, a, a nice distinction about this network, actually, Jennifer, that it is social mm. and business. So it, it sort of covers off for a lot of people. It doesn't just have... and Because when you have just those business-only networks, it, it can feel a little bit of pressure to mm. sort of... Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it definitely doesn't have that feel, no, which is really yeah, nice. It's fun to meet people just to, to meet people and yeah, have lunch together friend. or make a friend. And just make friends. Absolutely. Yeah. So I know yeah. there's some people that have retired or changed businesses or yeah. Yeah. health concerns. No KPI. Yeah, I love it. No KPI. Just give us the website again for people. www www.wowbusinessandsocialnetwork.com.au Brilliant. And we will, we might have already put that on our Facebook page, but if not, we will do that mm. right now. Can I ask just awesome. before you go? It's Barbara. Um, is there a men's equivalent? I'm not, not sure if I've asked that before. Is there a men's, men of white horse, mo or male? <laughs> <laughs> no, wow. No. no. Well, you pretty well anyway, I would imagine. In I, your I, own I probably get quite a few men following the page who say, I wish I could come to your event. Oh, <laughs> I bet they do. But yes, for fair reasons or foul Exclusively, <laughs> exclusively not diverse. Yes, exactly. <laughs> intentionally, yes. Yeah, they, they need to get their own one organised by the sound if they want it. Yes, okay. That's right. They do. They shouldn't be. Oh, very good. Well, fantastic to speak with you again, Jennifer. Thanks so much. And we will put the details on our Facebook page. And uh, Yeah, and we look forward to attending some events and yes. get on along to wow, people. Absolutely. Come and see us again. Thanks so much. Thanks, ladies. Thanks, Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. And what are you doing there with the hardest part? It is the hard part for us is we've only got 10 minutes to go. 10 minutes to 6 and we're out of here, guys. Um, thank you for tuning in today. Big Life Conversation. All the details about our guests on our Facebook page. Uh, a couple of quick things before we do leave. I had one that is uh, the, the people who really follow this person would already know this, I'm sure. But it's about Tay-Tay. Um, oh, yes. Tay-Tay and her followers called the Swifties. Mm. <laughs> we got all that so far. Tay-Tay yeah. <laughs> uh, has released her latest album called Speak Now, Taylor's yeah. version, and it's hit the number one spot on the Billboard charts. No surprises there, apparently. But she's also become the first woman to ever have four albums in the top ten at the same time. Wow. wow. Go Tay-Tay. Yeah. And the concert hasn't, um, you know, has been a wonderful promo for that as well. Because <laughs> I think, it, you know, she's, she's been well loved and hasn't been out here for, for quite some Very time. My time. niece met her. 
Oh, yes. um, and she said, um, you know, it was was an experience and was quite distraught. She had all the computers open to actually get tickets for the concert oh, as well. Oh, expensive tickets. Um, yeah, they they mm. are. But uh, she got she got a, a VIP ticket. Oh, did she? Wow. Enough to get one. So, oh, gosh. Um, and I actually saw her in Amsterdam over the weekend. The show Amsterdam, where she had a little ah. acting um, piece, just very early. On uh, comes to a little bit of a sticky end. Spoiler alert! Um, (laughs) Very quickly. (laughs) Um, So yes, take your guns. Awesome. Um, So I have a quick little segment that um, I wanted to share with you. And you know, there's many diets around. There's always lots and lots of diets around. This is something I picked up a long time ago, and I I don't necessarily subscribe to it, but I find it fascinating. As I love, you know, a little bit of curiosity and and some research. And this is the um, Eat Right for Your Blood Type um, by Peter J. Diadmo, who um, actually wrote a book on it. And I thought it was quite fascinating at the time because it talked about blood type A's being primarily vegetarian, which I am a blood type A, so I thought, oh, it kind of gave me a little bit of rationale as to why I might eat and need to eat the way I do. But the idea is that evolutionarily um, the O is the oldest um, uh, blood type because the early humans were more O and then they changed from hunter-gatherer to a more domesticated agrarian life and type A formed and then the merging and migration of different um, races, um, Africa, Europe, Asia, the Americas formed the B type and then there was this modern intermingling and of the groups which then developed the AB type. So it goes O, A, B and then AB. So quite interestingly, depending on where, what type you have on the evolutionary scale, you may um, lend yourself more to a different eating mm, pattern. That's amazing. Which yeah. is quite fascinating. So just as a little summary, because I know we don't have too much time. No. Um, if your blood type is O, they're more the meat eaters, high protein, mm. low carb. Um, cut out wheat and most other grains, engage in vigorous aerobic exercise, and the risk of ulcers and inflammatory diseases such as arthritis increase if you eat incorrectly for your type. This is the theory. Um, If you're a blood type A, which is the next one along, you should be a vegetarian, high carbohydrate, low fat, engage in gentle exercises such as yoga or golf, meditate to deal with stress. Um, The risk of cancer and heart disease increases if I eat incorrectly for my blood type Um, if you are type B you should have a varied diet um, because of all the blood types um, um, this is quite a varied type including um, meat and you're the only blood type that does well with dairy products Um, engage in exercise such as moderate swimming or walking Um, the risk is of slow growing viruses that attack the nervous system increases if you eat incorrectly for your blood type. Jeez. And type AB is um, has the most benefits and um, and uh, you have most of the benefits from the other types and intolerances of A and B. So you can engage in calming exercises and relaxation techniques and you have the friendliest immune system of all the blood types. <laughs> oh, so there you go. We've evolved um, oh, quite amazing. an interesting way and that's kind of the theory behind it. Mm, yeah. um, so whether you subscribe to it or not is um, neither here nor there. But it's, it's just really, isn't it? It's very mm. fascinating. There's a whole book on it if you want to find out more. And what's that um, book called again? And it's called 
called Eat Right for Your Type. Eat Right for Your And by, by? Um, Peter J. D'Admo. Okay. Um, and there's even um, a, a meal plan. It just says, you know, what foods to avoid. So for me, plain flour, self-raising flour, semolina, spinach, whole wheat. Um, but I can eat um, beneficial buckwheat, oat, rice, rye. So, so it goes through foods and there's a whole lot of recipes in there as good well. Idea. So really interesting. Um, if you subscribe to it, I think it's just a good little interesting um, way to have a look at foods that might be perhaps aggravating you and one of the reasons yes. maybe why. God, that's interesting, yes. isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's like checking, checking out. out yeah. Exactly. Uh, I, I remember being, uh, being aware in the past of that particular approach to diet and the, the blood, what's it called, the blood type? The blood type plan, plan really. Plan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. yeah. Nice so, um, yes, check it out if you're interested. Thank you, Thank Nicole. You Can I just quickly mention, um, sadly, the passing of um, Jane Birkin. She's a French, or she's actually English-born, but uh, sensibly lived a lot of her life in France. Jane Birkin, she's an actress and a singer. Uh, she was connected to Serge Gainsbourg and was rather controversial um, uh, a moment in her career, or famous for famous depending on your attitude. Uh, the song Je T'aime, you know, I think we yes. have a local version of that by Abigail. Well, this is oh, yeah. original. <laughs> Apparently, I received um, condemnation from the Vatican, and um, oh. yes, uh, and all, all, all yeah, those days ago. Oh, yes, anyway, but Jane, um, she was a bit of a considered a bit of a style icon, and she yeah. produced uh, several films are quite well known, including Blob, uh, Antonioni, um, uh, in 1966, Death on the Nile, Living Under the Sun. Um, anyway, and uh, several others, but um, she, uh, uh, the famous Birkin bag was named after her, as was the Grace Kelly bag. The Kelly bag is named after Grace Kelly, but apparently the story was that some designer who worked for Hermes, the French, the famous French luxury firm, saw her struggling with a straw, a, a straw basket, getting onto a plane, and everything had gone everywhere, <laughs> and so I thought, oh my goodness, we have to create a special bag for you, and they did. And of course, they cost a fortune now, they and apparently do. they're very stylish, but um, they're made from all sorts of different materials. But they are a real luxury good, and rather over the Top price wise, but apparently Jane, uh, and apparently over the years she decided to distance herself from that whole bag because apparently there was quite a bit of cruelty involved with uh, the animals that, oh. that they were using. So she, you know, that was the story that that I heard. But anyway, rest in peace, Jane, and thank you for your work. Well, I must say, I've struggled with bags a lot on planes, but no one's <laughs> ever made a bag in my name. Not yet. Not, Not yet. yet. <laughs> no, just in time. I've been called an old bag. Bag lady, old lady. That's not yeah. very nice. <laughs> no, yeah, that's, that's very about nice. as far as I get. Yeah. Can I also remind people of the Emmys? Uh, uh, the, the nomination Emmys, for the Emmys yes. this year, and also our logos are coming up in a couple of weeks. Oh, um, how exciting! Sunday, the thirtieth of July. The same day as that, uh, it takes two concerts that we mentioned, and the 29th of July, the day before, is the day when uh, Romeo and Juliet, Bill Shakespeare's finish, finishes up. And just yep. want to give um, one of my favourite local actors, Robert Menzies, the grandson of the uh, former Prime Minister. He plays the role of Friar Lawrence. So he yeah, does. So we're seeing Robert. He yeah. yeah. was very good in that role as well. The uh, supporting actors were amazing. Um, a little dinner recipe very quickly. Yes, please. Uh, this we'll comes from the Diedmo book. Um, if you're a type A, um, a tofu pesto lasagna would be on your menu with oh, steamed broccoli. You can have some frozen yogurt for dessert. Oh, uh, you can actually have coffee or herbal tea <laughs> and you can have red wine if you're I'm all over so, it. So um, <laughs> the, the tofu can have beans, leeks um, and alfalfa sprouts in it if you want oh. a little 
side salad as well. Um, that's the sort of food that is in that book. That sounds mighty lovely. Mm. You know, speaking of food, mm. as we uh, start to wind down for the evening, but I made a beautiful vegetable soup. Mm. Oh my gosh, amazing! Love the and it was a soup that you do this. Good, you yeah. do this part. Um, uh, Use it, yes. some of it, and leave blend. some of it, blend it, yeah, <laughs> and have it um, chunky, and have some of the chunky ones. Uh, pieces of veggies in there, just delightful. Mm. Great weather. We are about to leave you, people. Couple of mystery guests next week. We have, and a new segment which I'm hoping to, uh, that everyone will enjoy. Our joke of the week. Joke, joke of the week. Of the week. Mm, so we yes. need contributions. Please <laughs> submit to our Facebook page. Yeah. Keep them clean, please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we need all jokes submitted, and um, the best will be read out. <laughs> fun, fun, fun. It and now, everybody. Right now, it's time for the news and then primary perspectives. Have a fantastic week, everybody, and we'll see you this time next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Yeah.